Good morning, good morning, guys. How are you doing today, this afternoon or uh, this evening, whichever time you're listening to this podcast? I am glad you're back and that you are uh, excited, hopefully, about studying more of God's Word as we go through Galatians chapter 4 and continue on our daily devotional, man. I hope that you've been applying uh, some of the things that you've heard in your life and have been seeking to live the uh, uh, the life of Christ and God and carrying it out to your neighbors, the love that he has and the devotion uh, uh, for his honor and glory in your life. So, yeah, I've been trying as well, and this has been helping me a bit. So I appreciate you guys for listening. And, uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and jump into it as we start Galatians chapter 4, verse 12 through 20. I beg of you, brethren, because as I am, for I also have become as you are. You have done me no wrong, but you know that it was because of a bodily illness that I preached the gospel to you the first time. And that which was a trial to you in my bodily condition, you did not despise or loathe, but you received me as an angel of God, as Christ Jesus himself. Where then is the sense of blessing you had? For I bear you witness that if possible, you would have plucked out your eyes and given them to me. So have I become your enemy by telling you the truth? They eagerly seek you, not commendably, but they wish to shut you out so that you will seek them. But it is good always to be eagerly sought in a commendable manner, and not only when I am present with you. My children, with whom I am again in labor until Christ is formed in you, but I could wish to present with you now and to change my tone, for I am perplexed about you. Yeah, it looks like uh, Paul's continuing on talking about uh, these people, these Judaizers who have come in and tried to um, change the gospel, give them a false gospel. And Paul is proclaiming, like, when I came to you originally, man, you were just excited, even though the condition I was in was kind of messed up. You know, uh, through other scriptures we see, I'm not sure what the condition is, but through other scriptures, some have come to think that maybe it's something with his eyes. In one letter he writes, I write these letters, these big letters with my own hand. Um, other ones say, like, uh, the thorn in his side, that in it he is made uh, strong um, through Christ. And then this right here, about he would pluck out his very eyes. And so uh, it was like, whatever it was, they didn't care about it because they recognized the message that God had for them when he came to that city and preached the gospel. He said, because the gospel is so powerful, it seemed like they had much love for him. They were blessed and that they would gave their very eyes to him because they cared so much for him. That's the power of the gospel that was uh, displayed in their lives. But he says now they have turned away to these Judaizers. And he's saying these Judaizers, earlier we talked about how you're supposed to be pleasing God rather than man. He's like, these Judaizers are only here so that you can, uh, or that you would seek them out. He says there's nothing wrong with being sought out, yes, if it's in the right way. He says, but it seems like the only reason that these people are doing this is because they want you to think how highly they are of him. And so he's kind of worried. He's like, he's, he's wondering what's going on with, with you guys. Because if you've seen the message that I had and the power that it carried and it was displayed by your action, then why are you going to this other one where it clearly seems like these people are only seeking you out so that they can have the glory? Well, what does this say about God? Well, 
I think what it says is something special that God does with his message. When when God's word is proclaimed over a people, the Holy Spirit moves. The Holy Spirit wraps them wraps himself around the hearts of these people to change them, to woo them, and to move them into his presence. See, it said that these guys, when they heard the gospel, it's like they were just blessed by it. And I think that's the power of God, that when we speak God's word, it moves. And so it's not necessarily the words that we say, though it is to be grounded in truth. But it's not necessarily the words that we say that will win someone to Christ, not how eloquent we speak. Because obviously there he said, man, I look jacked up when you saw me, man, but you still responded to the gospel. And so I want to make a I want to make a statement here and I want to encourage you to just say the gospel. You know, the gospel, if you were saved by it, if you know how to be saved by it, you know how to tell someone how to be saved by it. So just. Let 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 your conscience or, or let your heart be soothed and realize that it's the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, God's Spirit that goes into someone to woo them and change them and, and to turn their hearts, regenerate them and allow them to repent and have faith. That's what it is. It's only us for us to present the gospel. And so I want to encourage you guys to present the gospel. But that's what happens. God moves when his word is spoken. What's it say about man? Well, man is uh, finicky. <laughs> we, when we find joy and hear the, the truth of the spirit, it's like we so easily go back to other things. Man is finicky. And so as man being finicky, we need to most definitely rely on and hug to, cling to the spirit of God within us. So that way we can be uh, consistently reminded of the truth that we need to hold to. Yeah, man is finicky. <laughs> but what should we uh, take from this? I think that we should take something from what Paul says. He says that he says that uh, uh, I am again in labor until Christ is formed in you. I think that's what I want to do. I want to be partnering with people living and loving with people until Christ is formed in them, until they come to the fullness of maturity of who Christ is. I think that's a powerful thing from this scripture that we talk about, is that we need to be discipling people. It's not. It's one thing for us to be able to present the gospel and they accept, but that's not it. God hasn't called us to create uh, uh, or to call uh, uh, shallow believers. He's called us to make disciples. And that's what Paul is doing in this. He is, he is calling these people to be formed in Christ. He's calling these people to grow into the fullness of Christ. And that's what we should do. We should be walking to grow into the fullness of Christ with other believers. I think that's, that's an important thing that I have to apply in my life is that I need to walk with people to see them to the fullness of Christ. How about you guys, man? What would you use from the scripture to apply in your life? And how are you going to take it to live out every day? Well, I appreciate you guys for listening again, man. And I will see you in the next one. God bless you and keep you.